Yeah. I know what you mean. Oh. Yeah, that sounds better. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the PearPod. Thank you all for the support on the last episode. Uh, I uh, will be taking some notes from people. I will be talking less, listening more. I was just excited in the last episode. Uh, but today, um, as I told you, we, uh, our guest has and shares many of the same loves as myself. Uh, combat sports, creating content, being in nature, maybe potentially smoking some cannabis from time to time. And uh, I am delighted to welcome Ted. Now, you're going to correct me, Helgeson? Yes, Helgeson, if you want Helgeson. to hear the Swedish one. Thank you so much for joining us, Ted. Thank you so much for having me. We'll, Very nice. We'll get, in a little, we'll get into a little bit later how we know each other and how we met, but... Um, gonna turn you up a touch so we can hear everyone yeah uh we'll get into uh how we know each other a little bit later and how we met here in spain but i am i'm actually very interested because uh the only thing i really know about you is that you've fought in the past uh and uh that essentially you've got a like a very interesting story to tell in my in my head anyway even seeing you in tiger muay thai in those videos like that fascinates me so as a as a as a huge combat sports fan it's uh i'm excited to chat to you oh, nice. um, and <laughs> s- starting off what was life like growing up in sweden um like quite uh, cold i would say yeah i would, uh, I would say uh, so. as the, not only the weather like i think the people become cold also um through generations of like uh, closing yourself in half of the year just staying with your family in darkness i think that becomes like a kind of cold society so for me my what i feel about sweden i, I don't like it and and that's the reason i went to thailand the reason i went to spain does it um do you feel that like the the climate and like the the lifestyle you're kind of forced to live because of the climate like builds uh at you're, you're built a tougher stronger person you're just in versus people that live here and live at the the beach all day uh, I, 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 you can kind of see i guess it's both yes and no because like we are all people and it's more than just the weather and uh, stuff like that but for sure the whole mindset of how we socialize in sweden is very different from here uh, it's not like you don't talk to anyone on the bus you don't talk with you know uh, have eye contact too often and things like that so and i'm i come from uh my childhood is different from other i think um, uh, and similar to another f- uh, to a lot of uh, other people also but i had a dad who was uh, drinking a lot and eating uh, like uh, diazepam anxiety pills like uh, his whole life my whole life and a mother who couldn't control herself yeah absolutely crazy so coming from so my feelings about sweden i don't uh, like it's difficult to separate if it's just uh, my whole uh, living there from this uh, craziness with my childhood and uh, yeah with my parents and things like that i think it's a little bit of uh, both but i can clearly see a more depressed and closed closed mind uh, close-minded society in sweden than i see uh, for example, in Thailand or in Spain, the people I meet that travel and uh, things like that, it's such a different feeling when you get back to Sweden. It's just like, yeah, 
cold and uh, no, I, I mean not only cold weather like uh, the whole vibe is not uh, it's not for me I would say maybe some people love that place I think a, lo a lot of people love that place mm. but for me uh, through my eyes my perspective I think uh, yeah very political correct uh, the nose up in there if you don't follow if you don't follow society they, you will notice you will notice if you don't follow the, the society's role uh, the it's for me it's like a little bit of a firewall imprinted in mm. their uh, in their mindset uh, so yeah that's do what i think about sweden <laughs> from just from like the perception that i guess we have in ireland looking at sweden uh I, we we would say like obviously a very clever people like incredibly smart but for sure that uh that kind of scandinavian like coldness we would we would we would see but also um some of the people we've met in sweden the swedes seem to travel a lot or a lot of people from sweden i've met on my holidays in in my youth a lot of different swedish people and we've always had uh like they've always been super nice always usually great looking yeah <laughs> beautiful and blonde and uh like stoic um but it's just it, it's just interesting to see it from the perspective of of someone who's actually lived there. And um, what was the the initial urge to get into fighting, and what age did you get into that? Uh, I was uh, twenty three, so it's ten years ago now, um, eleven years even. I'm I'm thirty four now. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, so uh, it was like I always been an athlete. I started off with football when i was uh, like the real football you know the european football the real the one you Sa kick with <laughs> yeah, as they call it over there i started off with that when i was seven and i did that to i was 23 and uh, also i drove uh, motocross for six years six to twelve played floorball if you know what that is floorball no no you have to look at it up. it's like uh, you have a stick and you have a shallow ball with holes in it, in it so um, yeah it's difficult to explain the whole thing but you're five against five and it's similar to uh, yeah you have five players outside and then you have uh, one goal uh, goalkeeper each yeah and it it's the setup of a uh, hockey uh, ice hockey but you run and it's like plastic floor okay yeah, so yeah. floorball uh, for the people that don't know what it is look it up it's uh, pretty big in Sweden. So I did that for many years also. And just tried judo when I was very young. And uh, I tried everything. Basketball, ice hockey. And no matter what. I've, I tried it, skateboarding, rollerblade, uh, uh, everything. So uh, lifting weights I started doing when I was 15. So I did from I was 15 to 23. I didn't do anything really serious with uh, training i thought i did i was lifting a lot of weights and uh, but i was still drinking alcohol doing all this yeah fucked up shit this this was kind of my question about uh the swedish culture so uh, is is it is drinking a big culture over there because oh, i know i know drug wise it in from what we've seen i'm i'm i don't know if you are uh uh, I'm a Machine Gun Kelly fan. Do you know who that is? He's like a rapper and like all that. Yeah, I know. He, I, I remember watching a video of him in Sweden and he got arrested for, he, he smoked a joint on stage. Someone threw him one and he smoked a joint on stage and he got arrested. And I remember being like, I, I just never knew the Scandinavian drug law. So what is the case when you're growing up in, in Sweden? 
uh, with uh, so with alcohol and stuff like that. It started very early. Everyone starts like 13, 14, 15 around there, yeah, and Irish. it's like very normal in uh, in society. It's very normal uh, normal to drink. If you don't do it, you're outside of society. I okay. I will tell you uh, more about that a little bit later on. I want to keep on with uh, why I started with uh, yeah, yeah, MMA. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, with all that uh, background of uh, being, I always had in my mind every sport I did. I always was, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the best, you mm. know, in my mind always, and uh, f- uh, make sure I'm at training and things like that. But so when I was 23, I had a lot of problems with um, uh, mental health. I was very, yeah, I didn't like myself at all. Didn't like life, uh, more or less suicidal. And at that time, I, I, I was lifting weights, right? And I saw a, a friend of mine. He had a Hayabusa bag with him, and I'm like, "Oh, you train MMA now?" Because I was still into MMA. I was still like following UFC and everything. Uh, so I saw he had a bag, and then I said, talked to him, and like, "Oh, I'm gonna join you next time you go to to this uh, club." Yeah, and it was in Gothenburg, so it's like 20 minutes from uh, from where I'm from. And at that club, a childhood friend was the coach that I uh, like. Uh, it was my brother's childhood friend, but he was still in my heart. Like, and my brother is just three years old, uh, older than me. So from that, I just like it was grappling the first day, and I was like, ah, oh, don't really know about that. Yeah. But one session is that, is that wrestling that. or is that uh, jujitsu? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Um, would say no gi jujitsu yeah, yeah. i would say um, would you have said your your initial fast like you wanted to get into maybe like striking initially would that have been the thing you would have thought about mma yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, i knew about all the the things that yeah it was just the first time i was like very skeptic to it yeah but one time and i was sold who was who, like who were you watching when you were like in the ufc at that time like going in Ooh, uh, like f- my first favorites were like back uh, then uh diaz brothers yeah for sure <laughs> Stockton, <weed>. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah smoking <laughs> smoking weed and because uh, you had the nick diaz you got to you would probably saw him i like i wasn't in i didn't watch it until nate was on the ultimate fighter so i never saw the nick i had to just rewatch nick versus all his fights where you at george uh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh amazing uh, amazing he, so yeah, that's how I started, got into that. And at the same time with this mental health uh, thing was, uh, I was drinking a lot. Uh, almost from I was 18 to, uh, yeah, 18 to 23. Like every weekend I wanted to party or drink uh, mostly. There, of course, there were some weekends there where we took it easy, but always partying, right? So uh, I ended up feeling really, really fucking bad uh, suicidal thoughts for, for, for many months. Uh, and I woke up one day, at a, it was a New Year's Eve, and I woke up at my uh, friend's uh, the couch, just fucking smashed, right? <laughs> Completely obliterated from that uh, party. And uh, yeah, I started thinking about yeah, killing myself more or less. So uh, when um, when that happened, it was like I was uh, thinking about going to a bridge and uh, jump, or I go home and I smoke the biggest joint and uh, just forget about it, and then don't drink alcohol for a month. 
that was my uh, my goal right and after a month that turned into a year and the MMA thing was exactly the same 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 months when I started doing that so we went uh, full focus uh, MMA and uh, yeah, doing that instead of drinking and that was the start of uh, like not only f- uh, not only f- uh, fighting in MMA but also fighting my uh, my demons uh, yeah demons I didn't want to say that because it's so cliche but that's yeah but word. that's it it's it's just dark uh, dark thoughts and it comes from uh, now 10 years later I'm I'm so uh, so great. I don't want people to feel sorry for me now because I, I came out of it. Back then, I couldn't even open my mouth about it, you know. So what I feel is these thoughts coming from a very, how do you say, like a, uh, when you plant a seed, right, and you want a nice flower, you have, uh, you need to have the ni- uh, right nutrition. You need uh, nutrients. You need uh, it needs water. It needs sun and everything, right, for this plant to grow as uh, good as possible. And I think it's the same thing with your thoughts and things like that. If if your soil within is fucked up, didn't get the right nutrients. You know, your parents didn't raise you well. You have uh, all the you uh, you will be a little bit fucked up with your thoughts. Uh, so. Yeah, that that was uh, that's my uh, b- what I've seen where it comes from the demons uh, things is uh, everything is connected to your childhood. That's uh, it, and every problem I have, I need to address the problem, and uh, then I have to find the the root uh, from it. And every time it's uh, it comes down to myself. Every time it's just me. I have to change my own behavior because I put myself in all these situations it's like me giving to people all the time just being too nice that's a thing that i had giving 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 never asking i i just give energy to everyone all the time so uh yeah things like that just it's me it it was me who put myself in those situations to be used or be like uh, there is assholes in the world right and some uh, some of them want to trip your legs they're gonna do it but it's up to you to to tamper the fall or whatever uh, yeah it's like you can like yeah uh, for me i always take uh, take it down to that to find the to find the root problem and uh, then change it and as soon as you're mindful about the problem then you have to work it on it every day for a long time and it feels I feel weird I feel I don't feel like, like when I find a really big problem with myself and I have to change it the first yeah I feel, feel a little bit weird I like out out of my normality or how to say but that's the way uh, I of the research I was able to do on you there was one video you sent me and you do like um it's like a training footage of you training and then um you talk about over like over the top is like an interview and you talk about an energy that everyone needs has inside them that needs to come out in some form and fighting for you was the way to do that yeah. uh so did you find that after you started mma and you'd put yourself in like you exhaust yourself so much in the art of violence or whatever it is that after it's you 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 expend so much that there's those feelings are kind of 
expelled as you do those like whenever when you're training when you're fighting all those things the for me mma and fighting overall just helped me with confidence uh yeah my, more or less the confidence was the biggest uh, thing uh and um like i couldn't talk with my parents right so i have a lot of energy inside of myself because i feel energy is just you you and me talking reflecting that's also energy and if you so i feel i kept a lot of uh, inside of me and uh, i didn't speak up i didn't speak up to people if they i was uh, easy manipulated if i don't speak up it's very easy to uh, yeah just listen to what everybody else said and you want to be like you want to be liked and accepted all those things yes. i relate to a lot of this one uh, and just too much of it not good for me either like uh, and mma taught me that uh, i gave me that uh, that i have to i have to fight back and uh, not fight back a little bit but just setting boundaries uh, and also uh, the thing was like i'm very i i wasn't a street fighter or anything uh, very rarely ended up in fights so i always been a calm guy and i kept on hearing like oh you're such a calm guy how can you how can you do this and yeah they were questioning that and then i started seeing like if i can as a calm guy not even uh, like uh, aggressive can learn this thing I can learn like whatever so only going there practicing fighting and uh, talking with all these like nice people in MMA also everyone thinks it's just br- uh, brutal uh, guys in there it's the complete opposite most of them are like kind of broken like myself and uh, yeah very good uh, environment to be in um, so going there having a uh, people that don't judge you for it and you find a, a group of uh, yeah ne- like new friends or i would say that was one thing but then also you i started seeing like all these big guys with uh, fucking big confidence and things like that uh, when you were with them in sparring or something and you uh, and i was able to uh, like be better than them and make them suffer it, it it feels nice in your head because before I thought I would never be able to do anything mm. like that against uh, but now I'm like if I just keep practicing technique then I will be good so uh, yeah it gave me just a lot I think it's been like a mentor for me uh, just uh, keeping disciplined uh, yeah if you you're disciplined and do you keep doing all these things your brain is gonna develop so yeah it gave me a lot did uh did the the thought this is just from like from me growing up now in, in ireland uh fighting's a big part of like growing up in ireland a lot of like bare knuckle fighting but just people fight a lot in ireland it was never me i'm a i'm a bit of a, a bit of a pussy it's full, full transparency also uh i i never really got from like when we started going to clubs, I was tall and like in our, I just never really got fucked with, I guess, because people presumed it would be like, I'd be able to keep up with myself or whatever. Yeah. And the reality is, yeah, like in most social situations now, I'm always anxious that something's gonna 
start ne- never because of me that's not my personality at all but if something did start if someone tries to like fuck with you know one of my friends or my missus or something like that yeah the the reality that like if he could if he knows how to fight i'm getting fucked up is very in the forefront of my mind all the time so that kind of confidence that you can get just from not from going in and fucking street fighting and all that shit but practicing technique and being in that putting yourself in that situation time and time again you must have such a an ease when you're out and about not ease but knowing always being able to pull it out but never having to almost you know having it in your back pocket yeah exactly and it just uh, exactly as you said it's just a feeling of uh, not being uh, like from being able to be fucked with like when i was uh, younger i did i was small also i wasn't a big kid so in my group of friends they i was say easy to pay i wasn't like I don't want to sound like I got bullied. I didn't get bullied. Not at all. Yeah. Not at fucking all. Yeah. I uh, want to make that short. Yeah. But when you are a group of friends and you're your teenager, uh, you will have your spots in your group of friends. Yeah. And my spot was I was a little bit uh, smaller one and I didn't talk up. So yeah. it was easy to uh, to make fun of, uh, yeah, yeah, f- uh, joke with me and stuff like that. But then later when I started doing this, it changed my mind from from not feeling that like a coward mm. like or how to say it's not that i'm gonna punch everyone in the face as yeah. soon as uh, i don't like him you know spinning I'm heel still kicking gonna, everyone <laughs> yeah i'm still gonna be Dad, humble. <laughs> yeah i'm still gonna be humble by if yeah. you uh, if you want to go then i'm gonna go yeah of course but yeah. uh, no such a cool I thing to be able like, to say uh, the thing is what i know now my mouth is even sharper than my hands mm. so i will like it will take a long time for you to yeah get these punches to yeah, punch yeah, you yeah. you have to be a really fucking asshole yeah. for me to start punching you or we meet in the ring yeah it's <laughs> i think anyone and in my experience it's the people who know how to fight or train fighting regularly are never the people i think they've seen the realities of combat and they're like look man i could really really hurt you if you want me to like i've i have friends who fight and i've taken i've asked them like kick me in the leg at 30 percent just to see what that feels like and to the 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 like sheer state of like immobilization i can like since I, like i got he barely barely kicked me he was like that was genuinely 30 percent of what i had and i could i was on the ground so I think people just, uh, they, I, I always think that there's a lot of people when they grow up, they don't get punched in the face when they're younger, don't when they were a little lippy to someone. I was lucky to get, I got, I got, I got popped when I was 13 by this kid, Charlie, in my year. He's a good guy, actually. How are you, Charlie? And uh, we were all mouthing, very similar to this. I was kind of similar to you in my friend group. And like the lads would take the piss out of me. I had like a high voice and crazy hair. But I was always able to like chirp back and all that shit and uh we were ripping charlie one day just like cr- in the changing rooms and everyone was doing it and then he obviously was like he was getting so fucked up and then i said something he was like i'm not taking it from you mm-hmm. and so i w- i walked out of the changing rooms and turned back around and he he just i still see you now put everything into it popped me in the nose i go down like not great start like crying and i was like <laughs> the teacher's kind of like get off me i was like get off me i didn't want to do it i was terrified i was like i can't believe i just got popped in the face he was more surprised he was like oh my god <laughs> and then uh, after that i was like ever since then i'm like i don't want to ever feel that again and like it just wasn't it, there was no part of me that was like i'm going to kill him after this i was like no that's that's probably it now so I, I think there's a lot of guys now who've gone through their whole lives never getting reality checked and now they're gonna uh, it's gonna come from uh, someone like you at some point <laughs> maybe 
maybe or, or or not or not in the case of a street fight in the case of life you know yeah for sure but i think it's a, a good point like a lot of people can do a lot of fucked up shit today without uh, having any ramifications any consequences mm -hmm. so but with with all that stuff just uh, i think also mma like when you go like it makes sense i go i go and fight five five uh, times a week mm. why do i need i don't need a six time yeah i already flushed all that energy out mm. and then you put on top of that i know i knock you straight out if you even like it wouldn't be competitive yeah <laughs> no it's uh, it's ridiculous after that i've been in a little bit of altercation but uh, like drunk people mm. fighting with with hands like this like you can go in the middle of that and yeah, uh, nothing yeah, will yeah. happen yeah yeah so and that's also i think that if i didn't know this i will still be scared of that situation yeah. but now it, uh, i'm not scared about uh, that situation yeah. now uh, the thing i'm scared about is weapons yeah oh because Jesus uh, Christ, man. There's, and you can't yeah that's also a thing with ego and all these macho guys they like if they start something and they got punched many times they come back uh, with revenge because it's mm, something else for them not no one no one can ha have it's it's a it's a it's a actually it's a respect thing for them and it's they think no one can walk around thinking they have they've warmed up me or else everyone's gonna think i'm a pussy so i gotta go put a, a knife in his neck to let him know that like you don't fuck with us yeah um that, that's also i think that i'm crazy. like yeah uh, because the people who are looking for fights are not Uh, the um, the people who look for fights and things like that are usually not very nice maybe no nope. I'm not saying all of them are uh, like complete assholes mm. a lot of them have the uh, same uh, uh, same kind of uh, childhood uh, as me mm. so I'm not bl uh, judging them for being uh, crazy people I've been uh, I've also been crazy but in another way yeah so uh I don't judge them for that, but uh, yeah, those uh, those people are the ones that may be looking for a fight also, and they probably some of them will not be able to take a loss. They they can't, and they have to come back with friends or with weapons and things like that. So that's also a thing where I like. <laughs> you want? Yeah, I don't want I don't want any problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want any problem outside of uh, why. Like, uh, there is no reason. Even if I can fight, I can fucking run away from this shit also and go away and talk and just like yeah. defending my, first. My dad, uh, <laughs> my dad um, claims, his claim to fame is uh, he can talk his way out of any fight. He's always prided himself on being able to, let's, let's just have a conversation very quickly before we start fighting. He's good at like talking his way out, but the. The generation, like even just from mine, or like me growing up and now, uh, even in Ireland, man, the the recklessness of the like thirteen plus like kids, like in the drug game, you see people like stealing cars, knifing people, killing people. I'm like, man, these kids are like thirteen, fourteen years old, and like they think that that life. I don't know. They just think that this is what life is. They have no idea. Like even the perspective you'd have at tw my age now and thirteen, just don't just if at twenty eight, some people would say my my life's only starting. 
people are living they're like they're going down for attempted murder and their lives are over at 15 before they've even started it's just crazy to see how people's have such a, a low regard for life now yeah it's kind of yeah it's kind of scary yeah both uh, yes and no depends on how far you uh, how far and deep you want to look into things but for me bad shit bad shit after bad shit good shit comes mm. so i think yeah what happens with all these uh, fucked up shit will will turn into something uh, good afterwards so uh, mm. you can like yeah, i've been very uh, i've been uh, like how do i say skeptic to society and th- mm. thought about all these fucked up shit but now i feel like I can look at it and I can feel bad for it or I can say what I've been doing a little bit more looking into uh, the reasons why uh, and uh, look uh, not uh, how do I say Hmm. like just to not feel sad right okay take away that i i don't want to feel sad and if you look at one thing and you get sad every time i want to change that feeling about this uh, thing so i try to find the reason uh, to why it's uh, happening uh, because then it's much easier to uh, digest almost yes yeah if that makes sense so i look into these uh, things a lot and i uh, yeah so for me even if i see fucked up things happening with uh with society and people i think uh, it will be better afterwards mm. i read somewhere with uh, uh men that has an easy life will uh, uh how does that raise a weak men yep and weak men will uh, i think uh create a rough life for the for those kids and mm. they become strong and they ra- uh, yeah so- something like that I don't know, uh, so i think it's just gonna flow over to something uh, uh something nice True. afterwards I th- that's a it's a great way to look at things yeah um do you uh, that's 30 minutes do you want to take a break are you yeah, happy to yeah, keep going yeah, yeah, yeah uh, i can take a break uh, drink a little bit of coffee hello everyone welcome back we just um uh medicated we are now back <laughs> um exactly. One of the, I guess we'll get into it now a little bit, speaking of uh, cannabis and smoking weed. Uh, Growing up in Ireland particularly, uh, growing up, it was made out to me that smoking weed was uh, loot for losers and like an incredibly dangerous thing and you smoke weed, next thing it's heroin. I remember those conversations. So in a way, I wasn't introduced to it until I moved to Canada when I was 24 four-ish I'd say I'd had a few joints before when I went to Canada for the first time and was open to it I was like this is a completely new world and kind of fell in love with the world of cannabis um, do you want to maybe tell me a little bit of how you got into it and living in Sweden and how we ended up at this point uh, yes it's the same thing there just propaganda about uh, about this uh, little uh, plant that grows out of the ground it's untaxable <laughs> it's you can't can't tax something that you well they are it's just uh, crazy how how they uh, want to do that uh, it's the same thing in sweden like yeah the schools everything they have like they uh, we always had like a junkie coming to school having this uh, lecture and it's like it starts with the joint 
and it ends up with heroin he's like, got he's got dreadlocks and he's yeah. in like a rainbow t-shirt and you're like that guy's a loser yeah. guys you don't want to be this guy you're yeah like, exactly and all the like the misleading uh, things they say about it it's uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous um and i've uh, i started small i smoked my first first joint when i was 16 first time i smoked i didn't feel anything mm. but we couldn't roll either man yeah no, i had that fucking what shit was the there. quality like in sweden <laughs> yeah. do you remember even <laughs> like brown and like dry yeah back yeah, then, yeah back then it was uh, no it was still green but it's not the it's like the cheap stuff today, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. cheap cheap stuff today. are you are you getting in big trouble in sweden if you get caught with cannabis yeah i would say so not not too much with jail but they will uh, so they take your driver license quite often they oh, uh, and uh, they give you fines yeah. like ridiculous high fines yeah and then when you're in the system they will uh, they will just be the douchebags yeah yeah but yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking cops man yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um did you uh did you obviously you said you watched the uh, the Diaz brothers growing up? So did you always have a? a I, I I guess you got the whole way growing up into you always saw the symmetry between cannabis and uh, fighting and martial arts. Yeah, but I said like growing up, I started I still started MMA when I was twenty three. Oh wow! Yeah, twenty three yeah. I started. So before that, I was just a sports fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I was sixteen, yeah, that was the time I started. Yeah, smoking, but since it wasn't that easy to get a hold of uh, we couldn't uh, and we didn't have too much money either mm. so it was just a little bit uh, occasionally mm. but then when it was like school breaks and things like that we always loaded up and had like one fucking night Load it up. Uh, yeah uh, with, i can't uh, deny it i'm yeah. a street rider <laughs> with like uh, munchies and all that playing guitar hero and just having a lot of fun with that that's that, that's 90 percent of what being a stoner is i couldn't i had a big phase when i first moved over here of uh i i love 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 uh medicating a little bit and then playing uh video games love it something about especially when like warzone and stuff came out because the it's so like realistic and the audio levels have come so much that like you hear it's just the experience i feel is so heightened um which which i really enjoy um but when uh what wh have you found when since you've i guess when you started smoking to now have you found that there's been any uh like I guess the positives and negatives you've seen changes in yourself since you started smoking. Oh yeah, for sure. As I say, uh, for, from my background, uh, how I grew up, I grew up in a war zone. I would say it's not with guns and like people have uh, way shittier uh, war zone mm. uh, childhoods than, uh, than yeah. me. But it's the same thing. You, yeah. uh, I don't. There was always a fight uh, every weekend. Like uh, my dad drinking, my mom crazy. Uh, kids growing up like that, it's logical. We will be rattled up. It's like uh, similar. It's not. It's not a hundred percent PTSD. By the way, all these uh, doctor stuff with the labels of uh, what you're diagnosed. I ha I'm very skeptic to that also. So, if I, if I can explain how I feel, we have a nervous system, right? And uh, it feels like this is scared up and it's uh, always very edgy. Mm. And when I smoke, 
that one calms down so I can be calm. Mm. Otherwise, I'm fucking edgy all the time in my thoughts. Every decision I take, I get very impulsive. Uh, so when I started smoking, I yeah, I started feeling that that uh, relief a little bit. But at that time in the beginning, I wasn't evolved in my brain either. So I didn't really know what it was. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't that into uh, thinking about my and that was just the start of uh, like uh, where I understood (laughs) where where I understood uh, I had some fucking issues I have to fix (laughs) because I can't go around and feel like I yeah I'm happy I'm not a uh, dumb uh, dumb man (laughs) or uh, yes I found that out and uh, yeah marijuana helped me a lot with calming me down and uh, yeah, as I said, I I didn't speak with anyone. Very quiet about uh, this stuff, and uh, I used to drink and party. And I'm so happy that it was marijuana that I fell in love with instead of coke. Cause uh, I would I I am an on an an off guy always been. I I now I have to practice to give out just a little bit and not fucking 100% all the time. So I'm very happy that my mind got stuck on this one than uh, the other one. Because um, I think, uh, yeah, it was that decision. It's still that day, it's still so clear in my head and I, it was just either do this or you go and smoke a joint. And I like, what, uh, what the fuck would I do if I didn't have the joint? Would it be, uh, go and drink some more beer? You know, that would be the fucking thing. And uh, f- so anyone who, uh, this is the thing in Sweden, it's so stigmatized, right? Mm. So if they know I'm a stoner, they will put me in a, in a box of the level of respect they will give me, to me. It doesn't really matter how smart things I've said, say I'm still the stoner. So that to me been also a thing like, for me, it's the savior. Like, for me, it helped me so much to fucking be who I am. And uh, when you have a society looking at this thing, uh, like my thing that uh, kept me breathing and uh, just uh, all these uh, things, right? And they look at it that way. Uh, how, like, yeah, it makes sense. It's gonna make me feel like shit. I have to put away something that I'm like, uh yeah help me out so when i speak with people a lot of people know from i've been talking to them with uh, that i had this uh, mental health uh, things but when i speak with them and i say that marijuana is what helped me i see i see it fucking hurt like yeah, they, ca- yeah. they can't they can't take that in it's like uh, for me it feels like they think it's just a justification for my junkiness or how to say and uh, if the whole uh, every stoner in sweden like get out of sweden and try to live in a country where you can smoke without having a like a stigma stigma you will feel relaxed you will not be that paranoid and you know what i talk about sweets when mm-hmm. i say uh, yeah we always feel paranoid when we and that's also a thing they say oh you will be paranoid and uh, things like that what i feel with the paranoia things 
what people can't really handle sometimes it's that uh, marijuana makes you feel things uh, clearer or how to say what i feel um so when they're not used to this and they drink uh, drink alcohol and uh, things like that to get away from life or uh, how to say so when they get this one and they start thinking about their own problem then anxiety po- uh, pops up and they think it's the drug that created the anxiety no no it's just your reality you many times people start thinking about their own reality and get anxious that's the paranoia the real paranoia is when you think someone is following you every every day every that's real paranoia this parano- paranoia you say is bullshit it just uh, so that scares a lot of people away that's what i feel and a lot of funniest things is first time they try it out i've been asking like is it fair were you drunk it's like yeah it's like you will throw a whitey 100 percent. you will fucking puke i i've had this is one of the most frustrating conversations i've had is when i go out first of all i've for most of my like smoking career it was done in like seclusion i'm i i i, I generally smoke on my own it's it's i like to edit i like to edit photos any of those things i like to do my work um so generally it's like a secluded thing but when people say to me oh, i tried it once but just like or, or like yeah, I, I smoked a blunt once with this guy and it just got way too high. And I was like, okay, if you were drinking, your first time drinking alcohol, like most of us did, if you just drank uh, a 500 TL of vodka the first time drinking, <laughs> threw up, your 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 stomach was disgusted, you were hungover for six like a week, you'd be like, alcohol's never for me again. I give my friend, so if, if, like, if I'm smoking with a friend, I'd be like, have one pull and then come back to me in 45 minutes. And there w- and like I, if you come back to me and think I feel nothing, they'd be like, great. But the amount of people come back and go, wow, that's like plenty. So like, you, of course you're going to pollute yourself. No one has any like respect for like, op- like starting and like volume you should start with. And they, they ride it off so quickly as it's not for me. And look, listen, I'm never, I'm not going to push it on anyone. I'll always talk about the benefits I've found with it. And, but I, 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 de- I, I know people like my brother, for instance, it's just not right for some people. Same thing as alcohol. I've I've countless people I could list of who can't drink or bad drinkers. They get violent when they drink. They get like super upset when they drink or dark. Any of those things. But uh, the 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 feeling of almost shame you would have, or like I hope whatever. I hope my girlfriend's parents don't find out that I like to smoke weed. Luckily, I had a a, a dad who had like smoked weed in his past had there was no stigma over it so i never felt shamed for that so my first intro to it was with him so i i felt very comfortable going into it and i was in a very safe environment in my kitchen i wasn't in you know in a field somewhere yeah, or like you did you know, it with your dad yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Awesome. that's sick man so i was like this is sick and our, our uh and so like my intro to it was super good and i think that was a real reason why i i like i enjoy like i got to enjoy it i felt very comfortable in the environment i was in but uh it just now I, I don't know if you saw Thailand just uh like legalized yes, I'm updated. <laughs> yeah 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 that's crazy I've, I've I follow some guys who are on holidays there now and apparently like the quality of the flower over there is incredible and the, oh really is yeah it? I've heard it's good oh, it, uh, it, it uh, doesn't surprise me that yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really good but just compare I'm, uh, maybe we compare from from this place yeah so well interesting where's the where's the best weed you smoked 
still, uh, like the favorite strain is still the uh, white trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, this, uh, what I talked about, wha- what I need for uh, to stay calm. White trans is uh, absolutely the best for yeah. uh, stop uh, anxiety. Like my yeah level uh, like center me. And I don't get too stoned, even mm. if I uh, smoke. Yeah. I'm just very level. So uh, for me, my genetics and my uh, fucked up system, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I need this one. Everyone is fucked up. Yeah, man. Facts. Uh, <laughs> do you do, do you find yourself ever getting uh, too stoned now, or ever going over, or you you always hit yeah. the balance? Like too stoned for me today is just like uh, oh, I feel it, but. You can put me in any situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I can go out, run. I can go boxing if I Amazing. have to. Like yeah, I yeah. can. It's it's all, all about this also. Yeah. If I feel from my experience from marijuana community, the talks is the indica make you so t- tired and this and that. But it's like go out on a party and you and you smoke uh, indica and then you. Uh, uh, drink your Red Bulls and things like that, and you go to sleep. Then it's on the. Then it's something. Uh, mm. Okay, then I believe you get mm. there, but it's just uh, everyone's different. Yeah, and I think also it's been just a thing that you use indica for the couch. That's the thing. You understand mm. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, sativa yeah. Oh, it was always it was always sativas were ups and indicas were downs. Yeah. that was always it. So yeah. I think you can use both for different like. Sativa for me, for example, uh, what I've noticed now back in Sweden, right? Uh, I only been here for not not too long, mm. so in Sweden we don't have all sorts of things. You don't get right? the choice, yeah. You, no, g- you, you get, get what he has. Stop, <laughs> man! You have five grams, yeah, six hundred right. Swedish crowns, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's grams of what, uh, whatever you have, man. Whatever you have, yeah. and maybe they have two strains. Oh, yeah, the quality is nice crystally like really good oh, smell yeah. nice yeah. you're up on top of it now no matter where you are there but when I, you come here and you have a lot of different yeah varieties mm. you uh, i started really feeling uh, the really going in and trying it out and uh, yeah indica indica and hybrids are the ones i have to go with sativas for me i just it's nice, but after forty minutes, I get anxious mm. and a uh, little bit of heart poundings. It's not the. It's not that I break down and feel like, oh, this was the baddest joint ever. It's not like that. It's just like, uh, if I'm gonna smoke, I'm gonna smoke the things. I, uh, it's yeah, pleasurable. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I've. Uh, I I kind of found that like the the darker the darker stuff, um, like the the indicas and stuff that I'd I'd be like, much more likely to be like. I'll give you a good story, for example. Uh, when I go to Vancouver, all my uh, office, the guys I work with, um, they're all Asian and they're all from Vancouver. So uh, all big stoners. And they, um, we were staying in an apartment one of the days when I went over and they started passing around uh, uh, a blunt when we were at, and uh, Jesus Christ, uh, for whatever it was, I hadn't, I'd been smoking the Irish stuff and I go to Vancouver and they're passing this around. I, I probably had three or four hits of it. And uh, I, woke up, I woke up next day on the couch Huh. and uh, it was the next day like they're all gone and uh, I go into the room and I'm like Mom, what happened he was like yeah man you like fell asleep like straight away and I was like what like, yeah, you fell asleep we just kind of partied around you you were asleep he's like yeah you were out for like 10 hours 
and I was like, "Jeez, it was just a." Uh, I I smoked it like I would whatever I was getting at home, and clearly this stuff, like wh- one of the guys particularly in my office is, he gets re- he smokes really heavy stuff, and it just it showed me it. Sh- but again, it just showed me the power of it, and like that you have to respect it, and then I, that's when I kind of put some time into finding what was right for me, and that's how I found uh, Super Silver Haze yeah. or Bomb Haze, whatever 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 you have, either of the two, um, but. Exactly. Uh, as we were saying we were talking about Thailand there a little bit um, what first brought you out there I saw you were trying to Tiger Muay Thai and stuff um, as uh, in my nature I'm adventurous and uh, this also comes down to I will I probably will go back to a lot to uh, just to explain myself like why I am like I am a little bit but yeah. it comes back to Shiloh also I I didn't have a safe home you know I always looked for I always when I got into my teenager, I looked to sleep at the other people's places. I didn't want to stay home. So uh, that became my nature a little bit. And I started feeling like I want to go somewhere. And I've seen people be being in Thailand. And I saw the pictures. And uh, then the MMA thing was. I knew Muay Thai. Uh, so I just wrote <laughs> Thailand MMA. Uh, on Google, yeah. Tiger Muay Thai popped mm-hmm. up, looked in, dang, uh, yeah, to uh, yeah, uh, booked for two months, first time, uh, went there uh, all by myself, and uh, yeah, I lived like seven kilometers away from from the gym, because I, I j- you know, I didn't know anything, I just looked up and like, oh, that seems good, take that, live there, and uh so first two weeks I was walking, seven k to training, seven k home. But for me it was like I listened to all my coaches. I listened to what I like train hard, fight easy. Like so then it was I got no. Uh, so first two weeks I did that, but then it just like I can't fucking do it. <laughs> you know it was raining also. Oh. I was in a rainy. I didn't look that up either. Mm. I just. <laughs> Thought it's Thailand, supposed to be beautiful yeah. yeah Thailand is Thailand but it was it was very uh, nice so after two weeks I moved closer to uh, Tiger Muay Thai but the whole thing was just to go there uh, train eat sleep and uh, yeah that's what I did and that uh, that street Soi Thaed it's called it's amazing it's uh, two kilometers long and it has it's just packed with Muay Thai gyms, MMA gyms, uh, f- uh, CrossFit, uh, normal gyms. It's a fitness street. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's absolutely insane. Everyone has to go there if you're a fitness uh, junkie. <laughs> uh, I think you should go. So yeah, I lived there, and it became my uh, yeah like yeah, uh, my new home, I would say, and. Uh, get it like uh, getting so much uh, like get out so much out of my comfort zone doing that thing going to thailand all by myself don't have any friends uh, or anything and picking uh, like uh, doing that with ease I, uh, of course i had money and things but still completely different other country uh, not many people talking english uh until I came to that fitness street, everyone <laughs> was talking English. Mm. But but still, the point is, doing that also put some courage in my backpack. Yeah. So, 
MMA again took me to a place where I, I could grow and uh, surrounding yourself with the uh, with the best people in the yeah the people there was uh, today they are uh, uh, a lot of them is in UFC and uh, they are uh, doing really 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 well I'm so it's been name it's name been drop a few people. Uh, I, I Brad Riddell. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Kai Kara France. Alex uh, Volkanovski. He's been. Uh, I, he's been there. Yeah, so yeah. I haven't uh, like uh, Brad Riddell. I spoke to a lot. I celebrated uh, New Year's Eve and Christmas with Kai Kara France, Roger Huerta. Kai Kara France just fought for. Uh, he, he fought Brad, Mor Brad Moreno for the interim. Yeah. 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 So those guy uh, Hick, uh george hickman mm. he he was like when i got there he just i think it was that year he just got, just won the tiger uh, tiger tryouts mm. so he got on the team uh so in the yeah that was very nice i just got there before uh first time i got there it wasn't the same owners it was a danish owner i think mm. uh, and a lot smaller so it was a more uh, they, they call themselves team banter hmm. and it was the uh, i think uh, brad riddell kai kara france uh george hickman andrew woods woody uh, uh roger huerta alex shield emilio uh you i always forget his uh yeah there were a bunch of really nice people there that uh, I uh, yeah that was the welcoming from them and just like I knew Roger Huerta also from uh, I think he was in UFC mm. I knew him so that for me was like uh, very nice like uh, good people you yeah. know get, getting there I thought I didn't think anything more than I was nervous mm. <laughs> when I got there getting it and then after one two sessions the same thing there one two sessions and uh, you just like what why why do I have any prejudged like imaginations of get like yeah so the thought, the thought is the thought is always worse man yeah. I've I found even with this podcast uh every every time I get like the opportunity to podcast with someone I get nervous beforehand and every time i every time i finish the podcast i go i i feel like good good i did that because I, I it's it's every time you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation for me anyway i find uh i i something good comes of it every time every so time and you, you you i lose confidence in it sometimes like what the fuck am i doing why am i even doing this and then after i'm like that's exactly why and you need to try and bottle that feeling yes if you if you could fucking bottle that up and be like that and that's what you have to try and do and go like remember the feeling of, of that you know it's kind of similar to because uh, a lot of people uh, i've been training i've been uh yeah the, now i understand a little bit why i had it easy to uh, work out and that was my way of fleeing from that mm. uh from a lot of things but uh normal question is that how can you keep up with training and uh, motivation and things like that? A, si a simple thing to that is I haven't went to a single session, training session, and felt bad afterwards. Mm. Never ever in my life I have done that. So mm. I fucking know if I have a bad day, a really shitty day, if I go out, I can punch the bag, I can lift some weights. Uh, I will feel a little bit better afterwards. Maybe I'm not the happiest person, but little bit and that's better 
so it's always been a thing like knowing that after every session i will feel a little bit better so uh, yeah that, that's been the the thing to keep me doing uh, one of the things when i'm unmotivated but as i said i have uh, i've built up a lifestyle always been like always been in sports always been hanging out with teammates mm. things like that in uh, i so yeah for me it's yeah it became normal uh, doing all these things can i ask you very quickly about the the fighting yeah. uh i watched your spar the one spar you sent me from that mate you you got fucking hands first off second off did you ever were you ever like i'm gonna be i'm gonna try and become a pro fighter was that ever uh, yeah yeah for sure yeah okay man. great for okay because sure, i was 100%. like the the spar the 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 brute like i just the way i see it like i i presume at some points like there's sparring days where you're like fuck if like i'm not there today or like i'm not in the mood today and you get like you're still getting like rocked and like the i guess what people don't see is that like are you sore a lot like after like a heavy spar like the next day like do you uh, feel yeah, rattled um, and stuff the next day going through yes, your day? yeah yes completely like a little bit broken yeah 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 uh the i think you're i think it's destructible behavior is kind of kind of normal in people mm. uh, i think and uh to break yourself down and build yourself up is healthy it's uh, healthy yes even if we get yeah not me i'm not saying your brain is gonna grow if you get mm. punches to it mm. uh, i don't say that mm. but if you get get through some shit mm. it's mentally tough and i think uh, fucking uh, yeah it, uh, it helped me a lot even that this is also a thing i can think back now even if i was so uh, so mentally bad i was still able to do all these uh, things yeah uh, do so you uh do you feel did you feel fear when you were fighting oh at the yeah start? for sure do you still bit. feel it if yeah you were fighting? yeah and that's uh, that's uh, that's me as a person i'm yeah. uh, i i have catastrophic thinking that uh, this is a thing that i've been working on with for 10 years mm. catastrophic thinking that i always put my like i think yeah it's very w- worst it, case it, scenario it, worst case scenario but i i haven't worked on it uh, for 10 years it took <laughs> have taken me 10 years to be uh, to come to this place where i know that i i i do this thing so i don't believe in them uh, anymore but that time yes and uh, it showed in my fighting style also mm. i'm not i'm not an uh, attacker i'm defense uh, mm. counter puncher you're beating the shit out of that guy in that, <laughs> in that video i don't know i'll try to put some of that over this but jesus man uh, that was quite funny that fight that atmosphere is insane yeah with the music and like the whole crowd I, it's cr- I'll, yeah, I'll put some of that in here because it's it's remarkably cool man that's uh, the, uh, yeah the most uh, proud uh, moment in my fighting career because that's my only win. Yeah. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, it's my only win. And in I that have, atmosphere, I have, that's unreal. Yeah, I have uh, seven seven different uh, fights. I think it's seven. Uh, let me have a look. two boxing, uh, two Muay Thai, one. Uh, um, what do you call that one? MMA, but not shoot fighting and yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot fighting and two grappling uh, 
competitions. Yeah. So what I learned from MMA with this, uh, where, uh, it was my mind. It was my mind that was weak. That was uh, that's the reason I didn't go to have fights every uh, too often. Mm. It's something that I I was too afraid of having fights because I know my my technique. I know because I've done the hours in the gyms. I know where what people I've been training with and what people uh, been complimenting me and what people I had conversations with that. So I'm confident in my technique. I'm confident just in myself. It's uh, it's logical if I put amount of time into something and I've done it for so long, I will become good at it. Mm. But my mind they weren't able to work freely, and when you can't do that, that will you will see that directly in the ring or your behavior overall. But my fighting style became uh, have always been uh, defensive and countering mm. and uh, <laughs> if you look at me as a person in life that's pretty much me also yeah. I, uh, yeah i'm not looking for i'm not looking for problems but if you if you if you want to fuck around with me i'm gonna fucking fuck around back yeah. you know if, uh, this is a thing that i learned apologies everyone We're back at it uh apologies still rolling Accepted. still going apologies uh, so uh yeah, uh, you were talking uh, about uh, ment- yeah, you, uh, mentally. You were you almost like when I think of like Kamaru Usman, for instance, is it meant to be incredibly mentally tough? So I, I guess you've you've uh, you identified that no matter how well trained you are, if you don't have like the mental side down, you can you're going to struggle, kind of thing. Yeah, I it, and for me, it's not that I okay, weak maybe was the wrong word to use. Uh, energy energy and your energy uh what do you call it your uh, like uh what's the name your container where you keep your uh, energy inside right you only have a certain amount of energy to give to something and mm. it comes your from tank, here your and, the, and the, your brain is the one who directs where to put the energy i feel this is just my perspective out of it but since i had uh, all these family issues from my brain was on my family issues too much to yeah i just uh, had that on my mind that was the thing that i had to overcome before uh, anything like uh, that's how how i look at, at it now so i even if i put my training i put everything like i trained i've uh, wa- like if i did uh, so my uh, okay my personality right when i find something i people call me crazy <laughs> it, uh, and it's for this reason it's when i find something i go 100 percent. i go full mental local on, on or how to say so uh from what i noticed my difference with uh was that when i went to a session i noticed this early it was first session striking session we had we practiced one two sleep uh, and then come with a cross right and we were there for one and a half hour was that session and then we had next session on wednesday so it was one day in between and i i was standing at home shadow boxing doing the drill so when i came back i uh, the the person who was my friend the guy i told about the hayabusa bag yeah, the coach yeah uh, no uh, the co uh, yeah the coach also yeah, yeah, yeah. but also my friend the guy yeah, i was yeah, training yeah. with and he was like oh how did you learn so quick 
And I thought about like, am I really a quick learner or did I just put more time into it? And that was the thing that I did more often than what I think I, I took the homework. I did it myself in between my training sessions. So you were passionate about it. Yeah. And I just got, yeah, it was, I get my mind on that. I had that, but in the back, in my subconscious, there were, there were a bigger problem. Uh, that I have to solve everything comes down to problem solving is what I feel like if you have a problem you have to solve it otherwise it's just gonna be be there floating around in your subconscious and fuck you up in different situations I believe um, so now I wanted to become a champion and everything that were professional fighter and all that that's also a uh, a dream is a problem for your brain to solve i believe a little bit uh, and uh, if you if i have this problem in the back of my head subconsciously all the time that will be fucking up the problem solving over here that's how i think about it so and then it happened uh, things and uh, when i started thinking about pro even uh, even if i only had seven uh, uh forget about the fight when i started thinking about uh, going pro uh, something else happened that i had to take it a very it wasn't a heavy decision it was an easy decision my brother was in a very bad uh, situation with uh, he um, he'd been on uh, like coke for seven years and um, yeah getting to know that was a little bit rough at the time mm so yeah i had to um, think about that a little bit and um, yeah my decision was just to again problem solving it's a problem uh he, he i got to know that after many years of not having a connection with him always back in my mind and things like that but i didn't have a connection with him but we had uh, same kind of friends a uh, group of friends because he's only three years older than me so i started hearing more and more and more of what he's doing and i tried to ask him i even asked his girlfriend at the time if if everything was okay i, I remember i was in thailand sending this message uh, and said i hear he's partying and doing all this stuff right and she said no it's all good uh, and for me okay then a year later, this uh, then I started like my mother also. Uh, at this time, I hadn't really understood my mo uh, mother and father, and this is only four years ago, so I didn't really, uh, I didn't have the under. I understood that was something, but at that time I couldn't really connect the dots. Mm. This had to happen for me to connect. Uh, so just see, uh, yeah, with my brother there, seeing that, getting to know that that he's uh, on this uh, thing for me it was like yeah, I can't <laughs> I can't uh, do uh, any boxing or uh, so I did that I uh, I one day I took uh, a car and I went to him and uh, brought him a coffee and we went out for a ride with the car and I asked him uh, I told him that you can tell me whatever you want I will never judge you out of anything uh, so it took me like two hours for for him to speak up a little bit. But 
I knew he was like he's like me but he probably were he was in a worse uh, in a uh, heavier spot because he was the the cocaine drug will fuck you up mentally man so much so 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 I knew that this is not just a one phone call thing I knew I had to dedicate uh, like so from that day I called him on the phone uh, every day and just wanted to have a connection uh, with him and I know cocaine is a as uh, Rick James said, hell of a drug. <laughs> and you can take it both ways. It can be a fun thing, but it mostly fucking destroys people. So, uh, no, uh, yeah, I just knew that this drug is extremely difficult to stop with. And I know my brother because when he was partying and we was at the same party, I know how much he was drinking. Mm. Like madman mm. not yeah crazy man is crazy he? man also comes from uh, childhood things uh, but is he young younger brother uh, three years older three years older okay so same as me and my brother so he i knew i was like when i realized that he was on coke and i could connect those dots his personality and this i knew directly that he's not he's not a light user and uh, so it's not just recreational exactly so you probably both have that in common a little all in like uh, yeah. a very hundred percent and he's even he's the even more extreme that mm. i am mm. i've been a little bit more drawn back and calm he's been outgoing everywhere he's uh, he's yeah a, a daredevil in whatever like ever everyone could talking him into anything if mm. someone said oh you can't do that bing I can do that, like everything, every, uh, so he was a madman, but that's also from childhood, like uh, my mother, yeah, you can, d- I can go back to this as uh, much as, by if people are really interested in, uh, like, to understand a little bit, just uh, look at <laughs> psychopaths, narcissism, and how that is uh, kids growing up with that and also look into that and you will have more understanding of what happens with, when I tell it because it's going to take so long to explain him from that all the time so I just want to it's almost like you need your own podcast yes I will ha- have we're going to we're gonna do that we're going to get that sorted because they, they, I think everyone could admit he's you, you, have, you have a real skill at doing this so this is the easiest thing I've ever done I just get to listen so um yeah, I, I love this. Uh, I love to talk. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. I knew it's uh, very difficult to get uh, out of uh, out of that. And uh, then I started seeing like how my mother and father was behaving and behaving to my brother, and they knew he was. They knew more than me that he was on uh, on this right. And they were screaming. They were just uh, like my mother calling him, yeah, bad person, like whatever, sending him mean fucking messages and all this. So that's how I started thinking. Like this worst, is the worst thing you could do, by the way. And so one day I took my mom and dad uh, to the ki- <laughs> to the kitchen, and uh, yeah, uh, told them in their faces like, this is not the way you're gonna help a person out of uh, addiction addiction 
this is not uh, the right way of doing it you yelling you saying all these uh, things and my mother couldn't handle that she tried to blame it on him that's when i started like wait a minute now <laughs> now it's something really crazy going on here because she couldn't bear the idea that it could be or like something that or a reflection of the way he's been brought up couldn't couldn't possibly be exactly exactly and uh, my dad he he's a kind he's a kind person but he's destroyed also from uh, alcohol and pills i'm sorry to say it but then that's it he's a kind person but these p- pills uh, antidepressants this is a one of the most destroying things i know also because it takes away all your emotions not only your sad every every no, emotion is a, a normal uh, so what it does it takes away the anxiety and bad feeling and that is what uh, they oh finally i feel some calmness mm. but what they don't realize is that their happiness anger uh, all emotions they're sedate, are sedating you almost exactly and this is connected to this and i feel these pills cutting that off so it's only mm. here the subconscious kind of thing don't really uh, can't really listen to anything we say if i have anxiety over doing something really bad right i i fucked up i will be anxious about it and that anxiety will draw me away from doing that thing again for example uh, someone is drinking right making a fucked up uh, saturday feel shit sunday monday tuesday everything right but on friday you take this and he's uh, <laughs> a medication that takes away your anxiety so when he goes to the store to buy some more alcohol that cons uh, you know you know your worst case scenario thinking and conscious like your uh, oh, maybe i shouldn't do this mm. you're f- the feeling that will uh, will not be there the anxiety will not be there so you can go and buy that fucking drink so easy mm. this is what happens with these uh, pills all the time uh, all the time and you uh, f- uh, this is what i've learned from myself from anxiety i've tell a lot of people anxiety is just a normal feeling that's uh, bodily like it's normal mm-hmm. address the pro- why why mm. are you feeling anxious and that that, that is not a, that's not either a one one day thinker mm. you have to dig deep and uh, the, when i've been going to doctors they want to put me on pills but i never wanted that and uh, i tried them uh, I tried them uh, and I don't like him because they <laughs> numbs me out. Uh, so going to doctor and doing it, this is the thing with marijuana that started uh, like uh, with uh, going to doctors. Want to? It took me long time to be fair to even talk to doctors, but just the uh, marijuana and the mma helped me a lot with uh, i think with the emotion dealing do, do 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 i can spread out my energy so my time was like i uh, I, I would say i educated myself about mental health depression i googled a lot uh, some people say don't do that like um depends Pod- on podcasts how, help a lot it yeah. helped, helped me a lot just hearing people you'll help a lot of people just talking about your own 
um, dealings with it. But the uh, the more normalized we make this, and like the more normalized it becomes for people to like, yeah, I have anxiety every day, or uh, it 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 comes and goes. Like the more normalized you make that, I think the more like happier like uh, uh, people are going to be because right now it's very stigmatized to particularly for men to come out and talk about the mental health you know yeah and it's it, that's like so many people like suffer in silence which is fucking terrifying like you know yeah and that's the the suffering in silence is the thing that is uh, making you suffer mm. it's only open <laughs> your mouth i promise you only open your mouth uh, and the people that don't want to talk to you about it don't talk with them mm. talk with the people that want to talk with you it's uh, uh, like anxiety is a normal thing you you don't want to have a pill that takes away your your laughter or your happy like when you have fun right mm. well, so anxiety for me always been that uh, compass of you're fucking something up mm. you don't even, and usually it comes down to when i find a problem it's something that i don't like about myself that it's it's always and it can like a lot of my i don't blame my parents for my for my uh like i'm not uh how do i say i don't want to sound like uh, oh so my what was me me kind of thing like where i am today is because of that Mm. and how i see and perceive myself i am and i'm fucking happy so what I want to say is that even if it sounds very sad and all that, when I speak about it and you will maybe get a sad feeling when you hear the situation, but think again, like I couldn't even talk about it before. I couldn't talk about it at all, but now I'm over it and now I can uh, give the give the story. Mm. So I already conquered, the, like I already solved the problem, I would say. Do, do you want to have kids? uh both yes and no like uh, i would like uh, yes i will i think i would like if i think i would be a great uh, father for sure mm. but then there is like okay the will is there if 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 i find a right person that also want to have for sure if the circumstances is uh, but it, it's not a thing that would absolutely I can't say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not <laughs> gonna no, say anything. No I don't answer. know. I don't know the fucking uh, future. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah. anything. And yeah, in my fantasy, if I am allowed to use my imagination, I can imagine myself being a great father. Little Teddy, uh, uh, for sure. But there's a lot of uh, things there that has to be has to be right. Yeah. And I don't know what I want. Mm. I. Uh, I've said to uh, one thing that I want to create what I am creating in my life is just peace peace I don't want any drama I don't want any I don't want that because that was my whole fucking life for so long only drama drama makers drama makers doing drama with shitty things like uh, yeah my uh, drama fight zone all uh, war zone in my home you know I grew up in uh, in that so now for me it's only about peace and uh, uh, even the peer uh, of course i feel anger a little bit uh, against people but what i want to create is peace even uh, a peaceful uh, environment i was uh, i was going through your instagram there yesterday and i saw um just you, you the way you say you go through phases of stuff there was a a, a golf phase 
you were yeah. golfing a lot do you like um since coming over here i played golf at home but playing over here in this weather um we have a a, a nine hole par three behind us here which is oh, really yeah. nice we played a lot myself and one of my mates who lives here um do you like uh yeah do you enjoy playing golf oh my god yes i'm uh i forgot to tell you about that yeah. when i said i'm a sportsman so one thing also knowing myself with uh, i always had a sport always wanted to compete evolve in a sport uh i i knew like with mma i can do that mm-hmm. all, all my uh i can coach and things mm-hmm. later for sure but uh, i like competing so then i tried golf and uh, i fell in love with it directly because it's similar like it's similar to striking yeah and uh, it's a full full body movement isn't it yes it's how to generate power from the ground in a mechanical movement and get all that energy out to uh, like when i punch it's the the energy you feel it in the hand it goes from the toe whoop, right out mm. in the hand same thing with golf and you have to create a lag with your hips you know i'd be able to uh, so able to separate your hip from your from your torso mm. it's the same thing when you kick same thing with so that that similarity mind muscle connection almost exactly yeah and then like i played ping pong also for me like yeah i, I love sports I, I, I'd, I'd probably fuck you up in ping pong I mean, we're a good ping pong family myself and my brother we play free play pretty intensely nice man. i like it we'll do we'll do that at some point for sure and uh yeah golf it's the same thing there like uh, i get uh, i got crazy about it and it was in the same time when i said uh, with uh i can uh, can do the mma thing mm. and i know like uh it's an addiction addiction for me mm. it's a uh, sport i'm an addictive uh, personality and i'm addicted to sports yeah. uh, th- that's it it's a good thing to be addicted to yeah uh, uh, and uh, I, when I, I couldn't think of anything more peaceful than we're going out and playing golf yeah it's I love it. fucking love and it. that's if, if if that's your your thing if you're looking for peace and like something a day even going out and playing uh, do you go to the driving range a lot uh now in in here in spain i haven't played but mm. before yeah, you should you should um with the driving range right behind us here and they do it with like uh they bring you like drinks and like sandwiches behind you and then you go out and play it's like very leisurely people um but it's it's uh, i used to go my particularly during the pandemic that's where i'd go they stayed open a lot the um the driving ranges so i'd go on my own nice, and just man. play just practice golf it's very peaceful very therapeutic yeah um but yeah i just saw that on your instagram and i was like it's very interesting that you it's just such a thing that i found as well in the last like two three years i'm like i really enjoy playing golf it's uh yeah it's lovely it's uh first of all it's difficult it's very difficult you'll, you'll ne- it's almost unmasterable golf i don't think anyone's no. ti- tiger woods maybe but no one's it, like you you'll spend your whole my he, dad's he's played he uh, to be fair uh, as he say himself and a lot of other golfer he just mastered his mind like master his mind he said when he's on a range and he's with all these other pros they can hit the same length. They can even hit uh, further than him. Mm. And uh, they can stand and chipping. And uh, they still have really good technique. But as In soon as moment, they go yeah. out uh, there, he has full control. Mm. Like, uh, if you look at it, he has fucked up times, that man. Yeah. <laughs> and still coming back and See, doing this. I didn't know um, 
I, 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 I kind of find, did you watch the, um, the Michael Jordan documentary, The yes. Last Dance? So I find like, it, the more I kind of look into sports, you see like Tiger Woods, like that unbeatable, like mental, like on a Sunday when he comes out in red, you're like, no, yeah. no fucking doubt. No doubt I'm getting it done. And Michael Jordan, when I watch The Last Dance, I've watched it like 10 times. But that mental, like, fuck you, uh, you're not beating me today. Yeah. Like you see it in different sports, but uh, even when people talk about like the best athletes of all time were the best people at their sports like you look at michael jordan tiger woods like the first thing they'd say is mentally they were the toughest guys ever they had they had it up here and like you look at michael jordan physically a beast but not like he was the best athlete out there like physically but could do outworked outworked everyone and mentally wasn't going to be beaten so it's just you see it more as you grow up and like go through life you see more people you know so that guy's got it down yeah yeah 100 percent uh tiger woods is uh fucking gangster i think yeah the things you've done like don't like a lot of people think golf mm. i don't know what uh, they call it whatever they want mm. but golf is fucking difficult and oh. it, it's your ego tester mm. like i like, like golf learned me a lot also especially with my anger anger yeah. like my anger problem but anger my like when i played video games when i was younger i fucking raged mm. throw uh, mm. it's my emotions again yeah. so i learned and you, we, we had the connected controller so when you threw the controller the playstation would yeah. fly over across the room connected the tv yeah. would fly across well, the room. one time i actually was so fucking frustrated and it was a scissor in my way you know on the window here where you can put your mm. things and i took that one and cut off the this one what do you call it the yeah. cable yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then threw it away <laughs> permanent okay. the permanent fuck you yeah yeah so the golf thing was like a re uh me realizing that i'm a very calm guy but this fucking thing can make me uh so mad and so vicious like i i had to say sorry to people i'm 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 embarrassed of my own uh, uh behavior on uh, many golf rounds i'm uh, <laughs> sorry to the people sorry you should play you should play with my dad i've seen it i've seen him broken out there with with golfing yeah it's just so ego ego driven well, it's the little baby ego inside of you that's saying you're not good enough but then you get <laughs> then you hit you you hit a perfect a perfect fade on the fairway onto the green and it, you you can have one shot a day where you go oh that's perfect and you go i did it and then uh and then that can carry you through your next three rounds because you're like i just want that feeling again i just want to hit that that one perfect shot again and be like did you fucking see that that, that's the uh, addictiveness again Um, it's like hit that shot so uh, we're gonna have to call it soon because I'm about to run out of battery but I did have uh, a kind of a question about living in Marbella and where you wanna of all the places you've lived where do you think long term you're gonna you're gonna finish up Mm, or have you not decided yet now I'm I'm, uh, okay I'm starting to be uh, build a base here that's what I do now, mm. building a base and build a uh, community. Yes, and I, uh, I, uh, I want to go back to boxing. I want to have because uh, now, uh, as I said, like I had uh, with uh, my mind and things like that. But where I'm at now, I'm very, uh, I'm good in my mind. So I feel I want to go back and have just a couple of fights, just to, uh, just to feel uh, the things that uh, just to finish the way that i uh, wanted it to uh, i'm not really happy with with the record so i had to 
uh, give my ego a little bit mm. <laughs> i would say but i uh, want to go back uh, doing that but i together with uh, doing a podcast and uh, for uh, want to help a little bit with mental health and stuff like that and uh, in the cannabis community i i want to change the stigma uh, stigmatization see you owning a cafe in the future teddy's place uh, something or just something, teddy's uh, something something but we will see but here in Mumbai, i try to build something up right now with uh, personal training a uh, little bit uh yeah i'm gonna start to uh, do that and uh yeah <laughs> i don't want to say too much i no, just because uh, 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 the thing is what i've learned before when i've been saying too much about my plans they they and those prior plans seem to fade out a little bit you almost need to not give it away keep yeah, it to yourself yeah. let it charge up and uh but i have some plans coming but then there's come fine. on <laughs> well maybe when i when when they start to materialize more we'll have you back on to talk about it for sure i would love to um thank you so much man thank, thank you, for you. Uh, the, uh, this was amazing man this is the, the probably my favorite interview so far it's uh, it's something you know we, i did a lot of the business uh, I, the guys i've had on want to talk a lot about business which is great uh, i was just trying to have conversations with people and if that's where they want to go it's great but this has been probably the realest conversation i've had which is i have um, to hear that yeah man uh, i think you need to fucking have your own podcast and we're going to talk after i'll give you all the information you need in terms of starting one but you you clearly have a knack for it so oh, thank, thank you for joining me man and um, i'll link ted below get in there and um, follow on the socials the guy's a fucking fucking good dude man he, he's very positive i i follow when i see you and on the beach fucking join on in the evenings i'm like yeah teddy's teddy's having a good day and um, so yeah fucking like and subscribe folks thanks thanks again for watching thank you see you next time have a great day <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this was uh, amazing.